Welcome back to Seriously Funny. I'm your host, Mashnor Kabir, and my arms hurt. I decided this week that I wanted to be like one punch man and do 100 push-ups and 100 sit-ups. Sit-ups were fine, but those push-ups destroyed my arms. I am in massive physical pain. I tried to push up out of the bed the next morning. It was bad. And for funsies, I tried to do another push-up after I got out of bed and I almost face planted on the floor. It was not, <laughs> it was hilarious. Two days later, I said, I'll try again. And then I realized I couldn't do a normal push-up anymore. My arms were just not there anymore. And so I did a hundred push-ups like on my knees, you know, the easy push-ups and my arms went numb by the end of it. Um, very fun. Uh, anyways, my arms are still attached. COVID-19 booster shot acquired. Uh, we have all the, I need to update my immunization page for school. I should probably do that after I finish recording this episode. Regardless, you should do that too. Get your booster shot if you're eligible, even if you're not eligible. Just, no, nah, I'm kidding. Don't lie. But yeah, on to our story. The Buddha was traveling with one of his monk buddies, his disciple Ananda. Both of them were pretty old and they were going and they were trying to reach a town. Being old, they wanted to make sure that they got to the town before nightfall. On the way there, they see an old man working in his field. They ask him, how far away is the town? The man says, oh, just two more miles. The Buddha and the old man smile at each other. They walk two miles and still haven't gotten to the town. They see a woman and ask her, how far away is the town? And the woman says, just two more miles. You're almost there. The Buddha and the woman smile at each other before Buddha and Ananda set off again. This happens one more time. And after another two miles, Ananda stops and says, I'm done. I can't go no more. My legs feel like Mashner's arms after he did 100 push-ups. He then asked the Buddha, why were you smiling every time that those people said two more miles? And the Buddha smiled and he said, we do the same thing. We keep people encouraged. They recognize that I did the same. And so we laughed just two more miles. And that's what I've always done and told people. If you tell people from the beginning that is 20 miles, they'll stop or never begin. But by two miles, they'll go 100. 200. I've been to this village before. I know how far it is, but I didn't say anything because you were so eager to know how far it was. I knew we wouldn't reach the town, but what was the harm in going a bit further? The people were kind people. The first one got you two miles, the second one two more, and the third one another two. A few more people and we would have made it, but you're tired now and the town is still not two miles. I heard this story from a YouTube channel called Dare to Do Motivation. Uh, I did not make this story up. And to be honest, I don't know how true this story actually is. Uh, genuinely, uh, I, I don't think it is. But anyways, yeah, Dare to Do Motivation. And the, we don't do plagiarism here. So yeah, showing my work. The video was called The Time the Buddha Got Lost. I've definitely told this uh, story on the podcast before. I don't remember which episode, but it has indeed happened. Uh, some people can hear this story and think, wow, that's beautiful. How, how incredible. Other people will hear it and say, that's annoying. If he knew, why wouldn't he say anything? Buddha's a jerk. And there's merit to that statement too. But you may also think, 
lying is lying. And honestly, I agree. I don't think lying is okay. But this idea of encouragement, the idea of pushing someone further, is it really so bad? Sometimes, maybe most of the time, yes, it is so bad. Telling someone who's going through a rough time, it'll be okay, isn't a good thing to say. It's a horrible, horrible idea. Trust me, when people said it to me, I was triggered. If I ever said it to anyone, it was as a joke and they got triggered. So don't don't do that. But there is a very because there's just a very non-zero chance that it gets worse. Life isn't a single dip that will always rise again. I've compared it to a sine wave before, but it's not always so pretty. It's more like a stock graph and there can be downward trends for a while. Uh, And, you know, you might have a little few bumps up here and there but overall if you're going down it happens that way i don't think it's ever appropriate to tell someone it will get better because if it doesn't the person will feel worse especially if they believed in you if they thought you know it could and then it doesn't i think that it can get better is a much better use of language. Even so, a lot of people going through it don't want to hear anything about better. When you're suffering, when you're struggling, you kind of just want to suffer and struggle sometimes. And that's fine. It happens. It's life. I'm getting pretty far away from the point of this, what this episode is meant to be, though. So let's rope it back in and give you the point here, which is sharing one of my most useful philosophies in life that I use for exams. I use this for the rough patches. I think of it all the time for a lot of things. And it's pretty ambivalent because it has roots in, quote, the arrow of the arrow of time marches forward, end quote, the philosophy that I once talked about. I don't remember which episode it was in exactly. I think it was in Does Time Heal All Wounds, but I'm not sure. Just go ahead and listen to all my episodes and you'll find it. (laughs) Anyways, as the title says, this is my one at a time philosophy. I don't remember when I first thought of this philosophy. I might have been, it might have been after listening to that Buddha story, who knows. Uh, Maybe it was an idea I got somewhere, I don't remember. Regardless, the principle is similar to the Buddha story, but not exactly. I wanted to remove the lying, but keep the encouragement, and mindfulness does play a part in it. The gist is what it sounds like, one at a time. Say you're taking an exam, don't worry about the entire exam. Don't worry about all of it. Just calm down and just do one problem at a time. Don't think about how you might have gotten question two wrong while you're doing question eight. And don't think about how much time you have left to do question 10 when you're doing question nine. Do one problem at a time. Take one issue at a time. If you're exercising and you're at 90 push-ups, don't think about doing 10 more push-ups. Just do one more push-up, one at a time. This follows a similar line to what I talked about Uh, with goals in the last episode i said that you should set goals that you can actually achieve rather than things that you can't you can't do 10 push-ups right now you can do one push-up right now you can't do two problems on your exam right now you can just do one you can't run for another five minutes but you can put one foot in front of the other Uh, speaking of the habit thing goal thing i said my youtube video would be out Uh, when the podcast came out. Uh, So the YouTube video is out now. Uh, It came out on Monday. So that's that's there now. If you want to go give that uh, a watch. Uh, I talk about three studies that I don't think I talked about in my podcast episode. 
Oh, speaking of, so I did all of that research for Listenable, right? I wanted to write a course and get it published again. Turns out that apparently they're not accepting courses anymore. And I just didn't like get the memo at all. And so I did all this work. I wrote the entire script. I even recorded it. I didn't edit it, but I wrote the entire thing. I recorded the entire thing, sent them an email. I'm like, hey, I don't know where to send this. Where should I send this? I wrote it all. Here's the script. Here's the research if you want to see it. And then I got a response. Hey, we're not accepting any courses right now. This is why I always check what you're going to do before you do it. It's just, this is the same as like giving a surprise gift that they just didn't want. It's just horrible. What a abysmal and painfully sad time. It sucked. But anyways, yeah, whatever. I guess I'll just repurpose it. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll just, no, it's like 40 minutes if I made it, uh, if I made it a podcast episode. I mean, I guess I could, but 40 minutes would obliterate me for editing that. Holy crap. I mean, maybe. We'll see. Anyways, back to the the script. This philosophy is made to provide not only encouragement, but calmness. I wanted to remove worrying and create something that can be used pretty simply by anyone in order to help them achieve things. If you have, say, an addiction, it's really hard to think about not doing whatever you're addicted to forever. It goes against what an addiction is. Not only because it's scary to think about what you'd be without the fix, imagining that is probably par for the course, but the scary part is imagining what you would like if you weren't addicted. It's terrifying, actually. There's a similar effect for getting over depression or anxiety. This might seem crazy to some of you. It might resonate with others. But a lot of depressed people really don't want to be happy. One of my buddies who lived a very rough life was depressed. And he's doing great now. Actually, I, I texted him and he, I never mind. No, he has a huge migraine and uh, he's, he's not doing fine because he has a huge migraine. I'm pretty sure the migraine's gone now. It's been a few days, but a huge migraine, I guess he's not doing fine. But anyways, but <laughs> when I thought about helping him, oh, so many years ago, this has been a while now, I didn't just give him advice. I'm like, all right, here we go, buddy. This is what you're going to do. All right. You're going to just fix your life. I didn't do that. I asked him, hey, man, do you actually want to be happy? Like, is that do you want that? And he didn't answer instantly. He he really like thought about it. Some people might think it's insane to want to stay sad, but it goes back to not knowing who you are. If you're depressed for a good number of years in your life, it becomes a part of you, or at least it feels like it. And also just uh uh, abridge the story. He did. He did get back to me. He he did not get back to me. I mean, it was within like a few minutes. But he said, yeah, he he would like to try to be happy. And that's when I told him, hey, just get your crap together and stop being sad. And apparently, it worked. I guess. Uh, who knows? Thinking about who you would be without that depression, maybe the anxiety, whatever you have, you don't even know if it'd be you anymore. And it's terrifying. It's absolutely petrifying. People aren't so quick to want to get better. I've been there, so I don't judge them. I do make fun of them, but I do not judge them. A more relatable example is grief. If you care about someone and you lose them, whether it be to time, an argument, or of course, death, you grieve that person. You miss the person. Maybe, and generally, grief does go away. Of course, you can have long-term grief. Like, if someone you really care about dies, 
you're going to think about that person for probably the rest of your life. It's never just going to go away. And I think that's fine. You should remember the people that you care about. Yeah, generally grief goes away, but you don't want to just stop grieving. A part of you might think if I stop missing them, if I stop thinking about them, then they're really gone. And that might be illogical because whether you're grieving or not grieving, the memories and experiences that you have are still there and they're still yours and they're not just going to disappear. Unless you don't sleep, then you'll get Alzheimer's. But until <laughs> if that doesn't happen, uh, the process of getting over grief can be long. So it's important to take it one day at a time. Same with the other things. Kicking in addiction seems hard in the long run, and it is. But you know what's way easier than kicking the addiction, kicking the pain, kicking the depression in the long run? It's usually kick it just for one day. Forget tomorrow and forget yesterday. One of them already happened and the other might never come. Who knows? Maybe another asteroid hits the earth and we're all gone. You just, you just throw all of that out the window, the past and the future. All you have is right now and you choose right now what you want to do right now. Do the problem in front of you right now. Don't run another mile. Just get to that next tree, that next bush, the next car, wherever you're running. Uh, don't think about finishing your food. Just eat one bite at a time. Don't think about the page requirement for your essay. Just write one sentence at a time. You don't have to go just two more miles. You just have to go one more step. How then do you implement this philosophy? To be honest, it's pretty simple. And if you can't put it together at this point, I, I don't know what to tell you. But uh, this philosophy will make your life easier. It will make change and evolution easier. We talked about goals and habits last week. So this might help with that. Um, it will make you much calmer, uh, especially in overwhelming situations like an exam. Uh, well, the most important part is being able to keep your mind steady in the present. You probably can't stop yourself from thinking about the past or the future. If you could, you'd be enlightened. But you need to be able to catch yourself quickly and bring your mind back to the present, back to what you're doing and where you are right now. If you're taking a test, bring your mind back to the problem in front of you and tell yourself one problem at a time. Put your full focus into one thing at a time. If you have an addiction or say you just don't want to pick up your phone as much while you're working, keep your focus on your work. And that's hard again for the long run. But if you just say just a few more minutes on the work, I'll just, you know, pay attention to that addictive cue or tendency and don't fulfill it. Not for the entire day, but just in this moment, in this moment that it comes up, notice it, look at it, and it'll go away if you look at it for a few seconds, maybe minutes. Say you're writing an essay that needs to be three pages and you're on and you just finished writing the title. We've all been there. <laughs> when you look at the entire blank page and you think about how you need to have three pages, that's when you go to grab your phone, when you're like, oh, crap, I have to write three more pages. That's when you pick up your phone, when you feel that, like, I don't want to do this kind of setting. The moment you start thinking about what the SA needs to be, bring your mind back to where you are and remind yourself one sentence at a time. Just write one more sentence. Just run to that mailbox. If you need to bring the light 
lie to yourself aspect in and say you'll stop running when you get to the mailbox but then you don't stop running go for it i won't stop you but remember whatever you're doing whatever is happening you just need to take it one day at a time one hour at a time one minute at a time one moment at a time you can choose the scope that you focus on and how do you make your mind better at catching itself slip into the future and the past Uh, how do you like get better at catching that and make it happen less Uh, well you meditate of course would this be a seriously funny episode if i didn't tell you to meditate for some reason i might go over time do i i'm gonna save this for next week because i think this is good i'm yeah I'll just, i'm just gonna copy and paste this a lot so we only have two points today i did have a third one but i i hit my time although there's a few minutes that i do have but i'm not gonna run through all of this i'll find something to talk about uh, so yeah first anime i finished watching season five of my hero academia that i mean i've watched season one through four a while ago the first half like the first core of the anime completely useless like what the it was like i mean it wasn't useless i guess there was some character development that was kind of necessary but the second core was really good there was like an actual plot in the second core it wasn't just some stupid effing garbage I started watch, watching um, Banished from the Heroes Party, so I started A Quiet Life in the Countryside. Some of these anime names really just go absolutely crazy. Uh, and it's getting worse. We're going to start seeing the synopsis, the plot twist, and the ending in the title soon. It's it's not a good time. Um, and when this episode comes out uh, on audio... I will have three days before school starts. And when you see this episode in video, school starts tomorrow and I'm I'm not excited at all. It's, it's not going to be a good time, but we'll get through it, I guess. Uh, very not fun, but one day at a time, I guess. <laughs> bringing, the, bringing the pain avoidance philosophy back in. But yeah, I feel like I, I i definitely had something i wanted to talk about or not wanted to but i could talk about and i just cannot think about it in, at all um i started reach reaching i started reading uh the returner's magic should be special which is a, a manhwa or like a korean manga basically and so it's i wanted to watch it after and watch it read it after i read solo leveling because solo leveling was so good. Man, I, you know, there's sometimes like some media that you consume that you just go back and you wish, man, I wish I never saw that for the first time so I could, I wish I never saw that or I heard that or read it or whatever so that you could experience it for the first time again. I don't know if you guys have heard of Eden. Uh, He's a music artist. And so he makes some songs, some music, and oh my goodness, that man is, it's great. And there's this one EP or album. I don't know what it is. It's not that long. I guess I would call it an EP. It's like seven songs, but it's, uh, I think, I think too much of you. And on there, this, every song was just such, such a good time. And I really wish I could go, I wish I could listen to that for the first time again. That would be just a wonderful time. So yeah, that's going to be it for this episode of Seriously Funny. 
I thank you for listening. Make sure you hit all the buttons, the review buttons, the star buttons, or whatever other But Why does it feel like everything got dimmer? I, uh, I will talk at you next week. Uh, thank you for listening. Hit the buttons. Much love. One day at a time. Peace.